watching all this rainfall. Watch it all night. Watch it all night. Watch it all night. Watching, watching. Welcome Watch back. it all night. Watch it all night. Watching that all night. Guys, welcome back to Beyond the Pine. Boyo, baby. Let me stop it right there. Guys, welcome back to Beyond the Pine. It, uh, it's episode rude, man. Uh, fuck, you're, sorry. You it's episode me. two. 27? 228? 258? Like 265. Oh, yeah, it is, dude. 267. Get roasted. Put money on it. Let's put money on it. Let's not put money on it, man. Clay said two twenty-seven. He, no. he said two twenty-seven. <laughs> I changed my uh, answer, and he locked in that answer. And it's actually two sixty-five. I didn't lock it in. Fucking loser. I didn't lock it in, and I'm not a loser, dude. You did. You locked in. If you said it, you meant it. Okay. All right. Well, you said a lot of things that don't matter, and mine were jokes, and mine were jealous, and mine. I'm not jealous. Yeah, you are jealous, dude. I'm not jealous of anything. Or You're anyone. jealous that I locked in those answers and you didn't jump on the fucking train. And it was a wrong answer, early, man. Dude. Yeah, but it, it was, was commitment. Wrong answer. But it was commitment, man. And that's what you got to remember here, dude. Look, you could commit all day long, man. At the end of the day... <laughs> You're not bringing in the bacon for this family. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm not <laughs> sleeping with you. <laughs> what am I fucking doing with my hands? <laughs> Dude, you know what I watched last night, ladies and gentlemen? Really? And I was in Welcome back to no, Beyond the Pine, on, guys. man. We've already done the it's intro. It's episode 265, first try. I remembered. Oh, I need to get my nails done. And Clay has a story to tell. So I watched Land of the Lost last night. Will Ferrell, cool, Danny McBride, Chaka. You guys know that movie? I know that movie. I think it's. I think it's okay. I think no, it's, good. it's so good. Dude. It's not amazing. It's incredible. It's a masterpiece, dude. It's so no. funny. It's so funny, dude. It's literally like Michael Scott thrown into an adventure movie. But Will Ferrell, here's the thing. You want to get into this right now? I want to get into it. Yeah, I want to get I'll into it. I'll tell you right now that it's not because that's why they brought Will Ferrell into the office. Exactly. Because they thought that he was going to be the next Michael Scott. And he was. But his No, he was not. His and style he was. of humor yes, he was. did not fit the office. It was perfect for the office. No, I think okay. it was good. You know I, got I think it was funny. And, but, but the fact that... It just it it isn't the same. Their humor. No, it not didn't the same. play. I think. Yeah, no, I know. I think Steve Carell's humor is perfect. Like, it's literally perfect. Steve Carell is literally so incredibly like in tune with like having Timing. his humor be so like out there, yeah. but still so grounded at the same time. Yeah, it's so, so like grounded. with Will Ferrell, you can't help but be like you know, Will Ferrell, that's Will Ferrell. He's doing Will Ferrell. And like, he's so he's like too self-aware where like Steve Carell yeah, doesn't come self-aware. off as self-aware, yeah, even, even though, though he is, is very yeah. intelligent and shit, but like he doesn't come off as self-aware. That's right. You James. know what I mean? Like he yeah. embodies that character better than like Will Ferrell in anything. And that's and, how I like, feel about Danny McBride in Land of the Lost. That's how I feel Lost. about you. That's how I feel about you, dude. That's how I feel about Danny McBride in Land of the Lost. What, that he's like perfectly... Super, not self-aware coming off not self-aware but is mm-hmm. self-aware like see danny mcbride i think is like underrated so underrated man he's incredible he's so fucking funny and like especially in this is the end when he's oh, playing yeah. himself because he like the way he looks and the way he acts he's like extremely arrogant yeah right like that's his humor <laughs> so he's like a perfect villain 
Yeah. Um, and dude, so and this good. is the end. He's so fucking good. Should we like watch his, it? His reveal, I'd be so down to watch it. I don't think we can. No, we can't watch an entire feature <laughs> film right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I watch I'm it. bored. I'm bored, man. Dude, his fucking reveal where he's like asleep in the bathtub and he comes <laughs> out and they don't show his face. And he comes and he starts cooking with all the food. And like, all, dude, he's just like pouring all the water all over himself and then all the empty bottles are like stacked up on the counter and he just like hits them out of the way He's i'm gonna so watch good. it again today right it's now incredible. i watched it like a put couple it on. weeks ago put it on put that feature put it on, on. autumn hey, autumn put that shit on please um yeah dude anyways i just want to say yes i know land of the lost is not as good as I, I presented it to be. Doesn't mean you're going to love it any less. But I love it, man. It has such great moments in it that are nostalgic. And, and it's very like, quote unquote, um, what my mom would refer to back in the day as a boy movie. Like, ugh, that's For such sure. a boy movie. But it's not as much of a see, quote unquote, I see boy, boy movies as... Um, it has stupid humor. Two dicks in the ass, backdoor, paradise, seven. Yeah. on vhs coming this summer yeah yeah i'm not totally sure what the fuck you're talking about but i agree with you sorry i was just reminiscing i was reminiscing but i just <laughs> want to say i think that it's really entertaining it has heart and it's genuinely funny and interesting it like what's that uh, evolution it's in the same world as evolution i love evolution yeah i love evolution yeah, yeah. And, and for I me land of the lost is totally that like the danny mcbride moments in it are like some of my favorite danny mcbride moments like when he's um you know the the female doctor she's like communicating with chaka and she's like uh linda whatever the fuck her name is chaka just keep linda. like trying to well, grab her boobs so chaka goes up and he because she's like linda chaka linda and he he comes up and he's like chaka and he squeezes her boob and then danny mcbride comes up and sits beside her and grabs her boob and goes will will and grabs her boobs beside him and like obviously it's funny right yeah. i thought it was so funny man because it's like very funny. like it catches you off guard very and it's just funny. so stupid Good that job, like clay very come funny. on man give me something man this is a stiff crowd stiff crowd man Gotta Stay try harder, ground. man. I've heard it all before. Thank you so much to our sponsor, HelloFresh, for sponsoring today's episode of Beyond the Pine. You guys, HelloFresh has been a sponsor for us for a long time because we freaking love them, dude. And I eat HelloFresh literally every other day now. Dill and her family are eating HelloFresh all the time, and we cook together, and it's, it's incredible. So what is HelloFresh, you might be asking, if you don't already know? Well, with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. So when you subscribe to HelloFresh, you check save money off your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout, and less expensive than grocery shopping too. And that's why I love this because I've been budgeting so much more lately and HelloFresh has been incredible because it's a home-cooked meal. It's delicious. It's filling. It's healthy. It's something to do with my girlfriend and her family. I absolutely love it and it's saving me tons of money because when I used to eat out all the time, I would spend an unholy amount of money every month that I didn't even have eating garbage and now i'm saving tons of money and eating incredible food so time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home fall is the perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of hello fresh speaking of convenience 
You know how you get your HelloFresh? Imagine this. You're at home. You're hungry. You're like, what am I, what, what do I want to do? I guess I'll go order something. No, you don't. HelloFresh delivers to your door a big box of whatever it is that you ordered. It's on ice. It's ready to go in the fridge and bangerang, you have it. It's incredible. And the quality of everything is so good, you guys. Like their pork has been so good. I had pork uh, tenderloins that I cooked myself. First time ever cooking pork tenderloins. Incredible. I got compliments all around. I felt like the best chef in the world, okay? And then the ground pork that we just had was so good in this Mexican bowl and I loved it absolutely to death. So you guys, HelloFresh is truly incredible. I love it so much. I eat it all the time. It's healthy, it's affordable. I meal prep with it. I actually have some in my fridge right now that I'm gonna have for lunch. I'm not even joking. It's so incredibly good. It saves me time. I love the recipes and it's just fun to do. I absolutely love it. So go to hellofresh.com slash pine65 and use code pine65 for 65% off plus free shipping. You guys, it's America's number one meal kit for a reason. I promise you, you get on that HelloFresh train, you're not getting off. HelloFresh, thank you so much for sponsoring us today. We love you, truly. I live by HelloFresh now. It's incredible. So enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know you're saying one thing before. I've never heard before. Stingray pup, yeah. <laughs> nope, I've heard it. No shot, you've heard that, man. Try again. I'll give you shut up, shut up, shut up, right. Where have you heard that, dude? I hear it all every day, dude. There's this crazy fucking guy. Still the stem on my water falling on it. I'm dude. Geodude coming on me. Geodude coming on me. <laughs> Gigi, fuck you. <laughs> I hate me. I hate me. Um, anyways, so basically. Geodude, uh, Geo coming on me. <laughs> I swear to God, you've never. No, I never think heard that's that. probably been said, man. It's never been said, dude. There's so many There's words a lot of freaks out there. Said. Anyways, guys, that movie's so funny. I love it. I love when they're up at the, uh, the top of the volcano and there's all the pterodactyl eggs and it's like, Gotta help I get it. And then they take the they tacky on amplifier and it stops making the music and all the pterodactyl eggs start hatching. And we're like, oh fuck. And then Will Farrell starts singing. He's like, God, I hope I get it. And it turns into a whole musical. And then they're singing and singing, and then the we hear off camera, I really need this job. God, I need this job. And it cuts and it's Chaka singing like perfect. <laughs> and she's like, huh afterwards so good mm -hmm. fuck you guys man stiff crowd it's hey, so good whoa hey man hostile yeah yeah i am yeah yeah I am yeah, yeah 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 i'm just saying <laughs> and you know what maybe it's just super nostalgic for me me and my dad love that movie and that's we would fine. laugh and laugh and laugh dude and it's it's I, so look, good i just haven't seen it in a while and i feel like the last time i watched it probably like a couple years ago i was like Ugh, we're it's gonna funny. watch it again. We're gonna watch it again together. Like I love the the, the dinosaur. It'll be funnier watching it together. For yeah, sure. the dinosaur we'll laugh at things that you wouldn't laugh at on your own. But that's what's that's what I'm laughing about. I'm thinking of like my friends and what we would find funny when I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Like how mm -hmm. stupid certain things are, but like intentionally so. Like I'm not like, ha oh, ha, it's funny one-liner. It's like, it's the <laughs> stuff that's stupid, but like they knew yeah. it's stupid when they were doing it or, you know, things like that. Dude. I don't so watch I it with idea. the same lens as the average fucking Andy. You know what I mean? Average Guys, Andy? Yeah, Andy's are like, 
basic bitches who, uh, you know, who like Rick and Morty. Dude. I don't give a fuck I don't give a about, fuck Rick, about and Morty. Rick and Morty either. Like I, I've I've all. seen episodes and I'm like, oh yeah, I I can sort of get this. Like it's fun to watch, but like the the amount of love people have for Rick and Morty. But you know what it is? I also don't give a fuck about Family Guy or any of those either. Now I just grew out yeah. of like uh, yeah. adult cartoons for Same. the most part. I still like even Futurama. Like I fuck with Futurama, but like I just I don't know. It's not the same anymore. Like I don't I don't connect with it as much as like watching real shit like even the office it's always sunny yeah all that good shit for sure like i um i just can't and like lauren loves adult cartoons she watches like bob's burger lauren is a cartoon jack lauren's not a cartoon man lauren's real you've seen her Uh, i can't confirm nor deny you've seen lauren in 3d i'm so upset right now are you saying that my girlfriend's made up I'm not saying she's made up. I'm saying she's a cartoon. That it only exists in a cartoon world? Correct. I don't even know what to say. Deleting her files? She doesn't exist anymore. No, no, no. Lauren. Now she's just in Rick and Morty. (laughs) She can't speak. Yeah, I deleted her fucking programming, man. Yeah, I deleted her. So what? So yeah. what? I'll build. Yeah. So what? I'll draw you up another one. I'll build you another one, man. Um. Anyways, Dude. yeah. I just want to say that. Uh. Thank you, those of you that came out to the Beach Weather Show, man. That was an incredible show. Oh, hell yeah. It was so yeah, fucking anytime. sick. No worries. It was, it was basic. Basically sold out. It was very close. If I think it was a two fifty cab venue, there's probably like two thirty there. It was really really sick. It was it was caked with people. Super fun. You know, it's so funny. Gross. So I, I'm in the green room. This is a story, James. Right. And so everybody who, who isn't uh, familiar with show business, like we are show business, the green yeah. room is the room that the talent waits in before they go out on stage. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be green. Like you're imagining. No, there's it no could color. Be any color. It could be any color. There's no color. Yeah. It's black and white. It's black and white. No, but so I'm in the green room and we ordered food to the green room. And, uh, of course we get a discount. Usually venues will actually provide you with free food. <laughs> of course we get a discount 5%. So 5%, 5% but no, no, I mean, usually they give you free food this time around. It was only a discount, but we'll take what we can get. And I'm eating a How burrito discount 20%. Not that much for, for that's like, a, uh, less than like employee discount. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was definitely employee funny. Discounts are usually like 30%. <laughs> Every other place gives you at least like a bunch of drink vouchers so you can like, yeah, like 10, 20 Well, this drink place vouchers. is probably struggling, man. They they're actually not. It. They're like, they're one of the better venues here, like at 250 cap that like well, sounds then really good. No, then that's hilarious. And there's yeah, there's no, no excuse. excuse. There's no excuse. Like they, like they, they, I, I got paid like decently for being a support, the support, supporting act. But, um, anyway, so I'm in the green room and I'm eating a burrito and my friend Sean and Alex are both in beach weather and Sean is like my mentor and he wrote all the EP with me and produced it in, um, beach weather's fucking massive. Those of you that don't know beach weather, they've like blown up and have 9 million monthly listeners. So unreal. You can imagine it was a pretty fucking rowdy show. 
and uh, I'm in the green room and Sean comes in and I've powered through a massive chicken burrito with jalapeno sauce. And I'm, you know how fast I eat, right? And how little I chew. Oh, dude, and there was how little I chew. That means you were, you were so snotty, I bet, after that. Uh-uh, it wasn't even spicy. It was like a jalapeno slaw. And I'm powering through this fried chicken burrito. And I have probably one third of it less, maybe less than that even, left and less than that even. <laughs> <laughs> and The moment I, of realization, mm-hmm. I have like 30% less and even less than that left. <laughs> and basically, I've powered through this bitch. Uh, and Sean walks in. And we've been chatting earlier and he comes back in and he sees me eating it and he's like, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, definitely finish that whole burrito before you go out on stage and sing a whole set. He's like, that's a great idea. He's like, eat that whole <laughs> fucking burrito right now. And I've been laughing. I'm like, and I will. And then I finish it. We go up on wow. st- on stage to do our set. We're the second band. Bef- uh, we're the last band before the the uh, headlining act. Direct support. Those of you we've never yeah. even opened. We skipped the opening act for now. And uh, so yeah, I, I go up on stage and I'm singing. A, I'm halfway through the first song and I sing a line that has a follow up line. There's a moment for a breath in between, like quick breath, next line. And I I breathe in and then I, I go to sing and then a fucking piece of chicken shoots up my throat and I go. Into the mic. And I was. Is there a clip of that anywhere? There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Yeah, there was a videographer there who shot. So it's probably in existence. And if it is. Oh my God. I'll try to, I'll try to get it for this. But if it's not, I'm sorry. But I literally, it was, I felt so embarrassing because I was literally like. (laughs) And then I like coughed. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, I can't fucking believe that just happened. That was so embarrassing. And like when you're not headlining, yes, there's fans there, 10 or 15 fans who are stoked, but there's also hundreds of people there who don't know you and you're trying to yeah. win them over. You're trying to, you For know, sure. appear like a cool band. You're trying to get them involved and you know and what? eye contact. You could just claim that that was totally intentional and, and it was yeah. for humility and it was, it was like purpose. vulnerability. I was being vulnerable. And, you know, you know you're, you're trying to show them you're a real person. Hey, I choke on chicken burrito just All like the you. fucking time. And it was very, I was so fucking embarrassed that that happened. And so like, I was already like, for some reason, more than any other show with a little in my head be, and, and like felt like uh, uh, overanalyzing my, my, m- my movements and my body and how I looked physically because it was, a, mm-hmm. the stage was a little weird. Like the ceiling was like lower in this place and the lights are like right there. So it's kind of weird vibe as far as being on stage, but uh, that happened and I was so embarrassed. And then I, I brought it up in between songs. I was like, you guys see me choke. I choked on a burrito. I fucking choked on a goddamn burrito. I coughed it up and it was fun. I like, I made everyone laugh. <laughs> fucking course. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was very fucking embarrassing. And I was told and I learned my lesson and I should have listened Dude, to that means that Sean, Sean had that exact thing happen to him. And that's why he knew. Yeah. They're and so, now you know that good. and you'll, do the same thing oh yeah eat that whole burrito before you go out on stage that's a good idea dude if you go out of your way to say that to everyone <gasps> oh yeah oh yeah eat that oh yeah burrito. eat that whole burrito before i you don't go have on stage. a burrito dude what are you talking about dude <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm better i'm better <laughs> okay, now i've done this before i've done this before but yeah so that was super embarrassing for me and it happened and there's nothing i can do about that there's nothing I can do about it. And hopefully, uh, Dude, I, it's fine. You know, hopefully it went over. Well, I brought it up with almost everyone that I talked to afterwards. 
because I was still like, that was so funny that that happened. But it's funny because every second that you're on stage feels like a fucking hour. Any moment, anytime there's a silence, like after you finish talking and the time between I stop talking and I, you know, uh, you know, give the energy to, to deal the, to hit play on the song or, or Logan or whatever, like that time feels like three hours for me, but it's doesn't, it doesn't even, no one's even thinking about that in the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all just normal and right. part of the show, but yeah. it's very interesting, you know? And it was third show. And it's one of those things third you're show, like, dude. nothing third like show in like a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's and third awesome, show dude. and third show ever. That's crazy. It was so fun. Yeah. I'm so, it, it, I'm so grateful because uh, of all you guys, of course, and, and everything that we've been able to build up to this has really allowed me to, um, not have a head start to some degree, skip some of the growing pains of, of being a band and, and everything that goes into that. Like we got to essentially skip being an opening act. Like now we're, I don't think that we're supporting you, act. Like, you know? um, I put in my, like, I put in my yeah, work. You put I put in my fucking 10 years in, like I've been a musician. I I've busked on the street. I did open mics in silver Lake, like just by myself. Because like, yell, I'm not yelling, dude. It's just how I you speak. You know, but anyway, no one's, I'm not trying to me, have an I'll argument. Talk I'll talk quieter. Yeah, no, I'm Thank just saying that, you know, we put in, you our, speak up a little bit though. Yeah. I put in my work. I put in my time. Yeah, I did put in my time in, in one way or another, you know, but I'm very yeah. grateful to like when I was ready to go to where I, you know, was meant to be and, and not have mm -hmm. to like, oh man, like we're trying so hard and it's just not working, man. I guess we just got to keep sticking it out. Like I got to go, you're ready. Team shows good shows like we've we've all, we played our first show ever in la with 1990 nowhere and uh, we were direct support and fucking evan stanley paul stanley's son from kiss the guy who had the star on his eye he was the opening act paul stanley was the opening act <laughs> no his son <laughs> evan stanley uh so really cool and 1990 nowhere was great they were super fun we were direct support for them then at tempe marketplace here in arizona direct support for isaac dunbar james was there what an incredible show to do and then Beach weather, direct support for beach weather. So it's been really, I feel very massive lucky. Massive band, yeah. Massive, very, very, feel very grateful, very lucky and, um, and ready to be in the position that I'm in. And I'm just very grateful and excited to just continue the journey, man. And this put this, you're EPO. doing everything right, man. Thank you, dude. Just excited, man. Excited to just keep going. I love, I love it. I just like right after this last show, we got, I got back here, just chilled. And I was like, oh, I want to go back on stage. Oh, I want to go do more. I want to, I want to, I want to do it again. Like, yeah, yeah. that was the first time I felt like that because it goes by quick, but afterwards yeah, it's kind of like, it's like, Oh, thank God. Finally. You're like, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm so glad. Like we got through it. I was so <laughs> nervous and so stressed and I was really nervous and stressed for this. But afterwards I was like, I want to get up and do it again. It was like the first time yeah. it was just enough practice, I guess. Yeah. Cause like now you're, you're just more familiar with doing it and you have more experience doing it mm -hmm. and it's exciting now versus before. And this is like with anything, like even with me, like um, when I first started like focusing on directing things mm -hmm. and like with that first like project that I did with uh, Leon and sharpsuiting and all those music videos, dude, for that first You're probably shitting we, it. we shot, bro, I was like, holy fucking shit, man. I'm like so nervous right now. What have I got myself into? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, am, am I like ready to, can I do this? Like, blah 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 and then like yeah i got there and it was i felt incredible and i was like oh my god i love this so much i'm yeah. so glad that i put all my focus and energy into doing this and that's um, gotta that's that takes a lot been more and more 
You know, it's like the first few ones are you're nervous because you haven't in to yourself, you haven't proven yourself. Right. You know? And for you, like you can't rehearse. So you can't even like go through the motions of it a thousand times before you go do it. You have to like, you can prepare, you know, back end pre-production, but like you can't practice being a fucking director. You can't have 10 rehearsals as uh, doing that show, doing that show do, for that yeah. fucking uh, film or music video you're going to shoot. You know what I mean? And run through all the motions of the whole thing 10 times before it. So you show up and you're like, I'm ready. I've done this. You know, like yeah. you're literally like, the uh, practice is doing it. Yes, exactly. It Whereas is practice like, for the next project. And, and there is the same, uh, a similar element uh, of that with this, that like, cause I talked to Sean afterwards every time. And like, I'm like, give me tips. Like, how was it dude? And he's like, bro, like, blah, blah, tell me about it. And he's like, it's literally like, yeah, we can do all the practice before, which is great, which makes you comfortable for the show. But the show itself is a totally different beast. You can, you can yeah. rehearse a million times and still like the only thing that's going to make you better actually being on stage, actually performing when there's an audience there is doing exactly that. Like mm -hmm. there's, 100%. it's two different kinds of practice. And so yeah. like, and like you said, all of these shows are just practice. And luckily mm -hmm. the practice also like builds fans and stuff like that too. But like, it's just about doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And, and you know, it's a, it's an interesting parallel to film because like we're not at a massive level or or even a big level. We're still a small band, but we're at a point where like we did, we're not going to, we can't do shows that don't make sense or aren't uh, like worth the, the time spent now. You know what I mean? It's not like do any show yeah. you can to get the experience. It's like now we have to be very selective with what shows right from the get go, fortunately, you know, and with film, it's sort of like that too, where like, you're not going to go shoot, any music video you got, it has to be something that when you do it you're doing it for something that you like or someone that you like mm -hmm. or that the money is worth it and then when it's done it's something that people are going to see that your name's on you know so yeah. like it's a really cool parallel like having been in both worlds it's really cool to like have we're both on this path and like yeah 100%. you know it's we're on two different we're in two different lanes we're driving the same speed baby and we're like, and we're looking at, yo! And we're looking at each other, and we're like, yo, head on head collision. That, I was gonna say we don't realize that up a, up ahead, uh, all of a sudden there's standstill traffic, and yeah. we're just like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, exactly. Anyways, I I hope those of you listening don't hear how I'm talking about this and think that I'm gloating. I'm being silly no if I'm ever doing something that, like yeah. that. And uh, I know no where we're at. That. I know I know we're not a massive fucking band or anything like that. I'm just very proud, dude, because I've always wanted to be a dude, musician. And it's really, hype, really hype hard yourself to get up, here. man. Be proud of yourself. Allow yourself to be proud of yourself and talk about I'm yourself. Very, very because proud. like, if you can't um, be proud of yourself and talk about yourself and where you're at and things like that, and the fact that you're excited about it, um, what Don't, can you do? If bro, huh? if people are going to take that as you gloating, then that is literally jealousy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm not bragging. No. I'm just talking about it. Imagine yeah. it. Imagine, you're excited about it. <laughs> you you're dream. Talk about you're talking you about, uh, you're talking about your dream that you're chasing and the, um, the growth that's taking place in you chasing your dream. And like, coughing up chicken. That's inspiring. Yeah. And coughing up chicken. Which yeah. is a few steps backwards. It I was think. a definitely a couple steps backwards. Yeah, I yeah. felt regression when that moment happened. I was like, "It's over for us. That's it. It's done." But yeah, but it was so fun, man. It was fucking awesome. It was the best show yet, for sure. You know, minus the chicken incident. I did a lot of talking, more talking than I ever did, and like um, confidently in a way, like where I was, you know, talking to everyone and, and felt like 
Cause that's really hard too. It's very vulnerable to like talk to people and get them to do things and get them to clap or sway their hands and do stuff. Cause it's literally like asking someone out on a date. It's like, you could be rejected. They could just not. And then they look at you and then you're doing the motions. Luckily it hasn't really happened yet. Like a little bit, but I was able to like double down and be like, come on, do this with me. And then they would do it. So I never had that rejection, rejection no. feeling yet. Yeah. But like, imagine you're like, Hey everybody, come on. And no one starts doing it. And you're like, you know, like well, there's you a, reje there's a vulnerability um, up there. Yeah. But I feel like in a situation like that, you have to maintain that energy mm -hmm. because if you they can are, feel if it. you're, if you do that and then you don't notice them starting to do it and then you like uh, uh, yeah. and stop, then that's going to like backfire. If yeah. you keep doing it and you're like, come on, like keep doing it. <laughs> people on! will start up Please. because I'll tell you right now, people, some people will start up simply because of the fact that they feel awkward Yeah, and they feel like, like they feel embarrassment for you. Right. And so then they start doing it. And then the other oh, people that God. maybe, and then the other people that maybe just didn't start doing it. Didn't get the cue. Then they'll yeah. start doing it. Cause they're like, yeah, 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 yeah cool. And yeah. then it's like energy's back, baby. And it's fun. Like at the Tempe marketplace, that was a really stiff show. That was a tough, like tough crowd. Um, but like, it was fun to like challenge them to have a good time. Cause it's like, you're here to see this you're here to watch live music and have a good time. Right? So if you're sitting there and you're like, mm, no, nope. like looking in people's eyes and singing to them and like performing for them. And then also trying to get them to do like hand shit like that is really fun. Cause it's like, I'm trying to have you have a good time doing that. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it does a little bit for me, but it doesn't like, doesn't make my show any better. It doesn't make the turnout of the show any better. It doesn't give me money. Like there's not this massive incentive for me to get you guys to do stuff. It's not like bragging rights. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm, it's still, I'm doing this for you. Helps, but it you still know? helps your like energy and your yeah, for sure. mindset. But the, the, my energy is for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. The result is I want like you, th this whole show, like all of my elements that I'm talking about, like make me feel good and confident and everything. That's great. But that's so that I can put on a show for you. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, like it's, it's fun to challenge them because I'm basically going like, let's have a good time without saying that. Because I think it's really weird when like you see an artist, everybody doing tonight? Yeah, like, what the fuck, man? Don't you guys want to have a good time? Like, Jesus, man. Oh, like, yeah, don't that's just, just like, Oh, call someone out, dude. Cause that's like, Fuck, dude. That's like lashing out because hey, you feel uncomfortable. Maybe sometimes you ain't as funny as you think. Hey. Hey. What was that it's thing we were doing on stream with Pob? Hey. Tell your boss. Tell my boss to give me oh. a raise. What was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Something it like that. that. I don't remember exactly. From the stream? It is that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, go in there. Go into HR. Tell them to tell my boss to give me a raise. Tell them to give me a raise. Hey, okay. I'm not going to do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, settle down. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy now. Hey. Wait, no, what was it? The actual... Like, yeah, there was... It was It was dialed in. We're talking about this, this bit. It's like the character from Tropic Thunder. Telling... The character from Tropic Thunder. This is the character from um, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Who, who in this, in this scene, I'll set the picture for you is being fired and he's telling for sexual the, harassment, for sexual harassment, but he's telling the girl to, to go in there and tell him to give him a and raise tell, and tell his boss to give him a raise. <laughs>
Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, I'm someone who is constantly overwhelmed all the time with all of the things that I have to do, all of the things that I need to do, all of the things that I want to do, and my priorities, and it can be insanely overwhelming, causing me stress, it can cause anxiety, it can cause uh, procrastination to the most degree, to the nth degree, and it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with these life challenges. But... When you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I've used BetterHelp many times now and found a therapist that's worked incredibly for me uh, and given me a lot of tools to be able to handle these things because what I've realized is I just didn't know how to handle the feelings and, and the, the, the headspace that I've been in. And BetterHelp has given me those tools to be able to actually not just suppress something or or be paralyzed by it, as I'm sure a lot can relate to, uh, a lot of you can relate to, but to actually handle them, tackle them, move forward, um, and, and be able to feel good about all of the things that normally really paralyze me and cripple me. I, I wanted to try BetterHelp because I had never done therapy before and I've only heard good things and it's something that I procrastinated, procrastinated, procrastinated and I wish I didn't. I wish I went into it a lot earlier. I've seen a lot of benefits with BetterHelp. Like I said, those tools, I just feel like I, I can handle every day now, you know, and I, I can understand myself better um, and it's just helped me not get lost and, and, and feel paralyzed, which has just been one of the biggest things for me is just this overwhelming feeling of a million different things. And then I get stuck, you know? So if you're someone who's relating at all to the things that I'm experiencing, or you have your own things going on completely unique from me, better help can help you. Um, it's super easy and you don't have to see anyone in person. If you don't want to, you, you find a therapist that matched in I like a very short amount of time. Um, mine was within 24 hours or something like that. And uh, it's it's been game changing. It really has. I recommend it so much to anyone. Even if you don't think you need therapy, it's worth trying out. It can only benefit you, I promise. Like we're trying to grow. Guys, if you're thinking of trying therapy, give it a try. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapist at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash pine today and get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pine. I promise you, if you're thinking or considering this or on the fence, give it a try. Use our code. It supports us. It supports our beautiful sponsor here. And most importantly, you've got nothing to lose. I promise you it's worth it. So give BetterHelp a try if you're having any questions about it. You should do it. After hey, she's now. already... Um, hey, no. Yeah. Easy now. Go in there. It was like... Time to give me a raise. Uh, we're not going to be able to get it. Not going to get it. Not going to get it. And I don't have the VOD up, but the VODs are up now because I finally fucking routed my computer. I got all, all the virtual audio cables. I have three virtual audio cables, one for Windows sounds, one for Spotify and one for, I don't know, my mic or something. So you can separate like the um, copyright and stuff. Now on Twitch, my whoa, VODs, when whoa, they go out, whoa, 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 whoa. easy, easy. He's playing with a rubber band. Now when my VODs go out, it doesn't have any of the Spotify at all. Mm. So now I can listen to whatever the fuck I want, when I want, how we want, live on twitch.tv slash not kib every day or other day. 
for three hours with my boy James sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. So what? I don't give a rat's ass. I'm down. I'm down today. I'm so down. Later. Yeah. After this, I'm going to edit this, put this out, and then hit the fucking hit the fucking twitch dude i've been playing so much overwatch bro and i'm fucking good dude i really am really good with hanzo hanzo is a guy with who has a bow and arrow and someone said you know there's a guy who has a boner hanzo. i just want you to know i'm happy that you're having fun i don't give a fuck about overwatch dude it's so incredibly fun man i'm just telling you dude it's such a good time like shooting arrows and getting headshots with the arrows and it goes and they fucking die one shot. No, 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 no. It's more satisfying than, um, than, than Fortnite to get a kill. And it's not like Valorant. Valorant's like boring competitive. Dude, I, I fucking was watching like YouTube shit yesterday and I saw like this clip from one of Steve's uh, streams. Where he's like, like, oh, oh I'm going I'm to watch it. this. Flanking. And he was like talking to chat and like having a story at the same time, just like headshotting everyone. And I was like, bro, Steve's a freak. Yeah. Steve has put in so many hours into Valorant yeah. and he's like, just from not like knowing shit about that game, but seeing that it's, it's really hard where, and like, dude, he literally did this thing where he was like, talking and like looking to the left like to his monitor and still playing and literally like uh he was standing there like not even moving and somebody ran in and he literally went and like headshotted them and then went back to talking and i was like my boy's flexing right now dude yeah 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 he knows exactly what he's doing he knows what he's doing dude and fucking that game's hard too man it's hard to actually be good at valorant like it's it is a lot easier to play overwatch um, it's more like Fortnite, and the character I play is harder, but people, it, it's people who play Hanzo. It's like, if they're good, it's rare. It's very impressive. What are you fucking smiling at, man? You got a shit eating grin on your face. You're eating shit, dude. Yeah. You got a shit eating grin on your face, man. No, dude. It's just that I feel the same way about Fortnite, man. The character that I play as is, is really hard for the people. Yeah, no, 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 and, It's not. you know, I'm really good at it. Come on, really audience. For the people. Say something in the comments about how Hanzo is harder to play if you're if you're, than the other guys because the other now characters are that like, people in the audience don't even say a single no, thing. No, don't listen to I James. want him. He's a I want him to to just be like, wow, dude, no one had my back. No, what, what? But have my back, guys. I got your back, bro. No, you don't, I got your back. Yes, dude. I, do. I always have your back. I literally always have your back. Usually, yeah, no, always, except right now. Every other time. Except now, speaking of that, what I just said reminds me of a bit in Land of the Lost where he's like about to face the the, the, the actual T-Rex, Will Ferrell. And Danny McBride's like, you know, I'm always there for you, man. Anytime. I got you. Anytime. And he's like, all right, let's do this. And he's like, all right, to be honest, I, I didn't think you were going to cash in on the favor right now. So <laughs> I'm going to have to say no to this one. But anytime after this, he's like, I got you. Just not this time. Anytime after now. And then he walks off. It's so funny, dude. Dude, that reminds me of our buddy comedy. Oh my God, bro. Making. Dude, I'm now a lot more available after the show because I'm likely, I have one private show I'm taking that's in November. But besides that, I'm not taking any shows unless something crazy comes up. Um, we should, we should, we're busy. We're too busy. 
but fuck man we need to do do it well look man it's it's one of those things where you know i i have a lot on my plate right now i know and the way i see it is like i should maybe you know focus on these things right now Uh right because i don't want to stretch myself too thin and be in a situation where i'm not happy with what I'm making because yeah, I'm you're not Gumby. Out. You're not Gumby. You can't stretch. But then I'm also like, this is, these are all awesome things and there's some cool opportunities, but, um, maybe I should just fucking go nuts. You don't want to burn yourself out. Cause if you burn yourself out, then you're going to need to take two months off and then get depressed. Hmm. Just got to remember that. Depressed. I'm always depressed. If you're already depressed, well, I could push you further or it might pull you out. That is true. Hard to know. I would just say, usually it feels incredible to go gung ho. Like before my first show, I fucking went mad fucking busy till three in the morning every night. Like, and I felt good about it too. But then after that show crash. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what happened to me. Like after we finished the green room video for good boy Daisy and Ottawa, I think that was like the end of like a year long grind of mine mm-hmm. where i was like oh my fucking god i need to like i can't do anything yeah and then i was like in that zone like where i just had no motivation or energy to do anything but then i was like what the fuck man i don't want to let this momentum die but then when that happens you have to let yourself fucking live that and like, as the wise be in words that slump as the wise words of jim carrey depressed for your soul means deep rest and you need deep rest once in a while you need to be depressed you need to let yourself i don't know i'm not really a big fan of jim carrey i'm a big fan me too yeah no and and i and that those are wise words man i think that when you're when your mind and body need that it doesn't mean let yourself go to dark places it means you need that rest it means you need Mm -hmm. to stop going gung-ho and you need to just exist for a little bit recharge because you know how it sucks to be depressed and then suddenly you're back on top of the world Mm -hmm. after that's done you're higher after you're depressed energy motivation wise than where you were right before being depressed yeah because it's like boom and then it goes depression and then boom you're back like it's It's just a cycle we need it way and i feel like this is just perspective um but it's it's absolutely nearly impossible to think about it this way when you're in that that depression but it's almost like you're recharging your battery yeah that's that deep rest you know and it's like you're you're letting yourself feel and experience these things and then to the point when you're on the other end of it you're like wow i'm so glad i didn't try to power through and like keep fucking going because i feel great right now yeah yeah i mean was it the last podcast or the podcast before that that like I definitely was like feeling depressed and I had like three days where four days where it was like pretty bad. Like it was the worst I can remember feeling uh, in a long time. And then one day I I cleaned my house because I had to because I was having Logan over and we were going to play WoW. And like after cleaning, I felt a lot better. And I was like, oh, I've cleaned my house and that helps like clean my mind a bit. And I was like, I feel like a decent amount better. I'm not 100% back, but like that made a massive difference. And then the next day, I felt great. Then the day after that was a little regression. Then the day after that, I was like back to normal. And now I feel totally normal again. 
Isn't that weird? That's good. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know if that um, makes sense because I don't like, know either. I, I don't feel know like either. when you know when true depression comes in, it's it's well, it's you know, different I, for everyone. I will say this. You know what I mean? I will say this. Like, you know, take take the dub, take the win. Yeah, all I know, can do. Be grateful for that. But also understand that, like, yeah, there's probably things that are there that I need to be mindful of. And, for sure. And stuff, for sure. Know? Because, like, depression, like I said, I think last week, you know, it comes, it might um, express itself during times where there are more tangible things you can pinpoint as things that are causing you That's depression. That's exactly what happened. But there's, but there's definitely more deep-rooted things going on that maybe you haven't processed or haven't thought yeah. about that are causing, like, the more overall depression. Yeah. You know, it's like the overarching storyline. Um, For sure. It's the Thanos of your life. Thanos. You know? He's the fucking, and he snapped, he did the, at that time. And snapped my fucking neck. He snapped, shucked my fucking head, yeah. He did. <laughs> he, he shucked did. my head like a fucking he cob. He shucked my fucking head and he fucked my fucking ass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he snapped my fucking neck and then he fucked my fucking ass. <laughs> He fucked my fucking ass, man. He loves that, that guy's so fucking big dick. He actually, he actually fucked the asthma out of me. Holy shit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> he actually fucked me into an asthma attack, dude. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Guys, we're lying. Thanos did not fuck either of us. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't, man. I'm How too big do you think Thanos' dick is? For now, sure. <gasps> now, those of you that are audio listening, I've made my hand into about a football-sized uh, size penis, and the penis goes forward and it comes back, and it goes forward and it comes back. Let's do a little. And it's kind of like, and it and it moves in one of the ways, like you know, when you're in like a movie or whatever, you see like a giant moving, and they're moving really slow because they're so big. The the dick is so big that it's moving very slowly <sighs> because it it it's so large and it has so much momentum. And when it when it finally comes back around and slaps you, that's the that's the slap hurt around the world, man. That's a great question to ask. What I'm about to ask: um, if a dick was <laughs> that fucking big, where like it moves slow, is it actually moving slow to us? If it was like the size of the t- uh, of the fucking of the Titanic, of the Titanic, yeah, is it yes. actually moving slow to us, or is it moving slow from the perspective of someone big? No, it's moving slow to us because um, it has to do with the way that like a living creature experiences time has to do with their metabolism. So like if you think of a fly that's flying around, you know how like whenever you go But to a fly's a fly, moving fast for us. Let me speak. You know I'm just saying, fly, I'm just saying the fly moves you're fast. You're right. You're right. To me. Because to them, we're the giant. So we're moving slow to them. To them. Wow. And they're, that's what, so they're experienced, they're experiencing time much to them is normal, but to us would be faster because like when they're flying around and you go to like swat them, it's literally like your hands like, and so they have enough time to react. Get get out out of the way way, then. How do they get killed? That they do. Well, because sometimes they're dumb. They're a fly. Oh my God. That's so disappointing. But that's like, that's how time is experienced through different creatures. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And that's so weird, man. That's why every time James walks around me, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, what's, what's up, up, loser? 
<laughs> so does that mean does that mean if a big ass dick like that was swung towards us, size of the Titanic, it moves mm-hmm. hella slow? Yeah. What about the impact of it? Is there not a universal amount of impact and velocity? What is the objective velocity of something so big moving like that? Or I guess it's perspective. So something gigantic could in fact move fast enough that uh, it's it hurts us, but it's the perspective of the larger thing Well, it has to do with mass and um, momentum, right. right? So if something, if, if a little fucking, a little micro penis moves and hits you, it's going to be like, no, you know, I'm, I'm a br- giant like a fucking, a giant fucking Titanic sized dick flying around swinging you that hits you. You're done. You're demolished. I don't know, dude, because a giant dick is going to weigh so much, but the speed it's that so it's so much mass, but wouldn't it be moving at such a slow speed? No, anyway, that's just relative, right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. It could it be the same momentum, right? If it was moving fast enough to kill me to that think about like how fucking it's just like you know think of a giant with like a big club but it's moving slow like that but it's still like causing devastation because there's more momentum behind it and it's a larger amount of mass huh so it's heavier it's denser it has more mass it's larger but what if it was the momentum the kinetic energy in it that's being created is like but what if it was what if it was planetary sized Oh, then it would have its own gravitational force. Okay. Just under the size that it needed to have a gravitational force and it was going well, to hit everything. Would, would it ever be moving so slow or is it just dependent on the, like, it's not about like the perspective of the speed is just separate from the literal velocity of it. Okay. If we're talking about where are we in this situation? Are we in the vacuum of space or are we on earth? We're on earth. So you're saying that this dick is now, uh, size of a dwarf planet yeah so that would have such a a massive gravitational effect on the earth that it would cause absolute devastation to everything on earth the tides the atmosphere everything i'm so sorry i'm getting a the fuck is that oh my one second i'm sorry james so guys what we're talking about here is now into the realm of physics and this is actually my specialty i've been watching a lot of videos about space lately sorry about that well if you were so sorry you'd stop doing it it's an emergency sorry i'm recording the pod sorry i just didn't know what the fuck that was what it was going uzz, 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 from behind me. I was like, am I dying? Anyways, man. Yeah. I think it's just smoke and mirrors. Probably all of it, mm. the planets, the dicks. So I'm, I'm more so talking just to wrap it up. Uh, 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 this planet talk, I'm talking about something so big that it's just under where it has any gravitational effect of its own. It abides to the earth's rules. Okay. But it's but it's big. Okay. And so, what's your question? It's swinging at me, but is it going slow to me because it's so big that it hits me? And it's just like obviously, you know, like if I jumped on it, it just hits me. And it's like it doesn't even hurt because I'm just like so slow. Or 
Is it just not tied? I feel like the speed of it is not tied to the perspective of it. The speed of it is whatever the moving object hits. It makes another object move. The speed is just, it's whatever the speed's at. Yeah. Like, look, if you were to see um, a massive thing moving, you know, at say a hundred miles an hour from your perspective, and it's also where you are in relation to it, right? Mm-hmm, if it, if mm-hmm. you see, like, when you see a plane up in the sky, that thing is moving hundreds and hundreds of miles per hour. Right. But to us, it's just, like, very slow. But if, wow. if you, like, see a plane taking off, it's this giant plane that's, like... Right. So, like, I think the closer that the giant dick gets to you, it's going to appear coming faster and faster and faster. That's, but, a, that's wild. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. And what about what if it comes... Is it the same thing? You know, we should we should run some experiments because yeah. I think that that's, that's the only right way we can really prove this theory. Yeah, I'll come on you and see how fast it takes. <laughs> we'll see just how fast it takes okay, me. I don't to, really to want to do that. I didn't ask. Did I? Did I? Did I? Should I? Should really I really? Come let on, James. Go. Should I? Should I? Um, What's I've been up, watching a lot of videos on nuclear bombs. Really? You do love lately. nuclear bombs lately. Well, no, I just want to be informed because of the state of the world. Yeah, I hear there's, it's going, it's not so good. It's a state of the world. Crazy. There's a tell lot me about of shit it. going on. Tell me about it. Uh, I don't know everything, but I'll tell you what I do know. I do know this. What do you know? So, as far as amount like literally just quantity of uh, nuclear weapons. There's a wide range of different types of missiles. Um, there's tactical nukes. There's thermal nuclear weapons, yeah. hydrogen bombs. Um, and there's larger sizes of warheads and missiles and whatnot. War Russia too. has the most. But think about Russia is a lot of their stuff across the military board is like Cold War era shit, like yeah. relics, like things that like, sure, they add to their amount, but it's like shit that, you know, hasn't been updated or... Yeah, it's relics, man. Know, like they're fucking the potato fucking vodka. Like it's just no one's doing it. Yeah, anymore. it's like a potato gun. Yeah. Um, and the US has slightly less, um, but our shit's way more like technologically modern and oh yeah not in a state of disrepair and yeah we got elon musk ever... able to fucking sniper any any bad guy opposing enemy from anywhere on the earth with a snap of thanos's fingers mm-hmm. yeah he's making yeah. spacesuits if it too. ever if it ever came down to it like an actual all out on the ground in the air in the navy war yeah 1v1 us versus russia we lose no, bro. On now there would be an incredible uh, <laughs> on purpose to fuck with them. That's right, <laughs> dude. Now there would be an incredible amount of casualties. But oh yeah, we would wipe the floor with Russia. What about all the nukes, one. though? Nukes? No, nukes off the table. If nukes ever nukes happen, dude, the everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dying. It's game over. Not like, me, dude. If there was ever. Yeah, dude. No, I swim in the pool. I just go underwater. No, I'd swim in the pool. I wouldn't even be thinking about it. 
<laughs> I wouldn't even be thinking about it. I'd just go for a swim. So nukes off the table because that's like uh, not fair to the world. Everyone's dead. Right. Um, just full military. Also, our military is 100% volunteer based. Yeah. Everybody who joins the military does it as a volunteer. Yeah. Um, but most of the Russian army are conscripted, conscripted, right. meaning that they're like forced or whatever. They're not volunteers. Or bred into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are bred for it. Yeah. They're bred into the military, you know, in a bunch of big pots. Yep. Yeah. And um, so, and history has shown that volunteer armies fight with more energy, Gumption. charisma, loyalty, everything yeah. than ones that are like forced to be there. Um, Vindictiveness. And we have like just a far larger army, like standing army of yeah. people than they do. Um, our, our technology is more advanced. Our targeting system. Dude, are we more would just advanced. bust in there, uh, full armies driving just a bunch of fucking Tesla Model Threes, just with cannons and nuclear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mustard gas weapons. Yeah, we would just be shooting mustard gas everywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, a literal uh, war crime. Did you hear about how back in the day when they, you know, when, when it was a chemical warfare, um, that when I think it was when the Americans were using or when anyone was using mustard gas, it was so fucked because they were, they were like, they had to move slowly and shit because they were literally gassing themselves as well. Like you can't like control where that shit was going. So there are so many of their own casualties when using it, that it was just like, fuck. And that's why it's outlawed. Yeah. It's a, it's against the UN yeah. to use chemical warfare. The United Army. Yeah. The United Nates. Yeah. United Naval. United Navy of, an, uh, of America. That's right. That's actually awesome. What? How do you feel about uh, the USSR? USSR does not exist anymore. That's right. Perfect answer. Perfect answer. And I love that for you, dude. I love that for you. But like, man, shit's, shit's building up, man. And like... Is something China going to happen? Just, that's what we're... Waiting to see. Here's the thing, too. So, you know, Putin's fucking threatened. Funny name, uh, too. You know, nuke Putin. <laughs> He's threatened nu the use of nukes, right? For like oh, a yeah. while now. Years. Um, but what people don't get is that, like, that doesn't mean, like, nuclear holocaust, like, I'm going to launch every single nuke at America. No, what he's probably going to do, no, it's just dabble. especially with Ukraine, is, like, he's going to use a tactical nuke. Tactical nukes are like localized, smaller Targeted. warheads, um, you know, where it's like an isolated thing. It's not going to cause just probably take out a farm fallout. or something. Yeah. But it, but it, even still, like if he does that, then there needs to be retaliation from nuclear retaliation. Well, that's the whole thing. Like if, if one is launched, either a, we don't retaliate so that we don't start a nuclear fucking war or B, we retaliate, which starts a nuclear fucking war. Right. That's a, that's a really, have they commented on what they would do? I mean, like, well, Biden's like been very um, serious in his responses and his statements to Putin and Russia and saying like, I don't know where the hell I am, <laughs> but somebody give me a cup of OJ, please, please. I'm so now, thirsty. I just want everyone to know. I don't know 
I, who, who am I again? I had it no, and I, I lost it. <laughs> no, but he's been very like, uh, firm with like, don't you fucking dare. Like literally like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah. Like I heard that. He, he uh, be like, you he, know how this ends, right? You know how this ends. You put a nuke. Well, dude, we put if a you're nuke, dealing with everybody fucking, fucking dies. Yeah, literally. Is that that's what you the want? only outcome. Yeah, but but you're dealing with somebody who is a power hungry megalomaniac, largest level egotistical yeah. megalodon. narcissist. Yeah, he's a literal megalodon, dude. This guy's a literal shark. Yeah, you think you could even fucking? He'll eat you up. You want to? You want to dance with a megalodon, dude? No shot. <laughs> no way. I'm not. It's like an ego thing. Oh yeah. You know. Which is like, yo, anybody in Russia, any of his officials, pop. I wonder Blah. if they, if, if the government, obviously, I'm not wonder. I'm sure they have to communicate in a very serious way, but I'm surprised they don't just be like, this is, goes out to you, Putin. If you nuke us, what happens is every single one of us die. You die. Right. I but, die. Exactly. We all 100%. die. 100%. So and that's there's no ego communicated. To, even even but, like, but, hey, there's no ego here. We get it. But you do that. You die. I die. We all die. Right. And that's but it. But look, this is the difference. <laughs> send, that, send that to Putin. So poop. if Putin, if send Putin, Putin launches a... <laughs> send that to Poopy. <laughs> send that to Poopy. <laughs> if they launch a tactical nuke, same fucking out. Then girl. that's basically being like, cool, balls in your court now, bitch. Are you going to respond? Are you going to start a nuclear war now? Because I did that. Well, what if we just did a, tactical, nuclear a war. tactical nuke? You did. Then you, they you would did, launch did, a million nuke. fucking nukes at us. And we would launch back. That's what I mean. So then they start the nuclear war. Right. But what I'm saying is the level of like uh, empathy for the rest of the world that, and this is obviously arguable, but I'd say generally, um, you know, the position of the U S along with its allies, with other, with NATO and with other countries, we, as, as fucked as America can be for sure. Um, we still consider ourselves like allies with a lot of people and we want to keep things cool, even though like we do sketchy fucked up and shit the, all the time. If the ball but does Russia get put is like, fuck you, except for a couple countries. Yeah. And if they do do that balls in the court situation with like a tactical nuke, then, then the world goes, okay, we know that if now we retaliate nuclearly, that we have caused a f Russia to fully start nuking. So it really does put America in a weird situation um, where it's like, that would mean we're triggering a full on nuclear war. Do we want to mm -hmm. do that? But if we don't retaliate with nuclear stuff, then are they just going to keep retaliating with tactical gonna, nukes and like, or you know, just like we're letting them get away with it. Like, right. Is it, you know, exactly. So, and America never does that. So <laughs> America has no history of letting anyone get away with anything. They don't negotiate with marriage justice. And you know what I mean? Like, I think America would, because the other thing is like not retaliating doesn't mean that Russia won't continue to use nuclear weapons. And right. there's, if they're crazy enough to use one, they're not just going to test the waters and then back off and just do normal warfare. Like they're going right, to keep doing now we're living If they're going to do one, they're going to do them all. A lot of countries have nukes, but like back in World War II when we launched the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which yeah. was so fucked. It was so fucked that that happened. Yeah. That is like the most, I think, atrocious thing that's like ever happened is dropping those two bombs and that like changed the fucking world dude but 
the reason why that was like checkmate is because nobody had that. Nobody had that but us then. Yeah. Like we literally did that. And then I forget his name, but the like emperor of Japan at the Stony. time. Stony. Stony, dude. That's posty, dude. It was stony. Yeah. We fucking we dropped the first one. Then we were like, that was fun. Let's do another. We were like, okay. And then the emperor was like, I don't care. We'll keep fighting. Then we're like, all right, cool. Drop the second one. And then he was like, we can see. And they were like, we have another one. I'm going to drop it on Tokyo. And then he was like, I absolutely entirely surrender. That makes sense. That makes sense. Hey guys, my hands are tied. <laughs> my hands I are surrender. Dead. Hey guys, you di- you did it. We surrender. And then uh, fucking you've killed have so you ever many. Heard of, have you? <laughs> you've killed so many, and they were all civilians. <laughs> you killed so many civilians. I can't believe you did that. We obviously surrender. No, truly though, that's so fucked. It's so fucked. It's terrible. It's so fucked, dude. And America did that. And then, so glad I'm Canadian, man. We even heard a fly. I don't know that actually, but no, everyone has their sins, dude. <sighs> not us, man. We're clean. Believe it or not, we haven't ever done anything wrong. Right. All we've ever done is make maple syrup and chill out and masturbate. Oh fuck yeah, we have, dude. Fuck yeah, buddy. And then, do you know what the what the what the Czar Bomba was? Yeah, that's one of the aliens from um, Czar. Oh, from Land of the Lost. <laughs> no, his name's <laughs> Enoch. <laughs> No. Do you ever heard okay. of the Sar Bomba? No. It is the largest nuclear bomb that has ever been detonated. It is the most the most powerful thing that humanity has ever created. Wow. It is it was I believe 50 It's just sitting in Elon's basement. <laughs> it was 50 megatons of TNT. That's a megaton the, of TNT. Yeah, so like for comparison, Hiroshima was 15 kilotons. Oh, trust me, I know data. That's fucked. 15 so it's like million times. 50 million tons of TNT. That means 50 million tons, like one ton of TNT. Imagine how big of a fucking explosion that would be. Yeah, pretty fucking that's like big. What, that's what levels out like a fucking mine right when they're like digging in mines and caves and shit. so 15 million mines 50 million oh, 50 of that type of explosion this explosion was so that large, would take out a continent it so they it didn't um no no shot it, yeah. they detonated at least they detonated a town in like northern this on this like island in like northern russia like uh, off the fucking arctic why did they detonate it there because that's where they decided to detonate it um, just for fun they to test it and also as a show of like hey this is what we have now right because it was the the russian they had it and so it it was so large it the shock wave of it traveled around the earth three times the whole earth yes the whole earth felt that shock wave at least uh maybe not like like felt it but the, it happened it 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 was picked up on meters. That's going crazy. around the world three times. Wow, three full times. It, dude, the fucking mushroom cloud rose forty miles into the sky. Oh, I feel like I've seen footage of that. 
and it's like the, the water to, and then you see just this gigantic mushroom cloud i think i've seen that and i don't know that for that's sure like end of day shit dude that's end of day shit that yeah. level of destruction and like it they basically were like even like the russian scientists and military we fucked up we no fucked they were literally up. like they were like i think we've pushed a little too far with this wow and then that's what led to i forget the name of it but there was like a treaty that was made um saying that there was no more testing the treaty of versailles <laughs> it's a real treaty the mayflower contract <laughs> the mayweather contract that's what led <laughs> to the mayweather contract dude so a lot of people don't know actually the contract that uh, floyd mayweather signed it also included a, a clause in there about testing of nuclear he weapons. signed on russia's behalf yeah mm-hmm fucker Nice. Fucker. Fucker. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he made a million dollars. Dude, that shit is crazy. It is really interesting. I hope that uh, it's interesting to you guys too. I know that you want to hear us go, but like, I'm super interested in this shit. And like, yeah, it's mm -hmm. horribly sad, but, but very interesting. You know what I mean? Truly. Like, I hope that uh, we fucking figure that stuff out, man. There'll never be, there'll never, there will never be world peace. You got to accept that because it's just too many variables of humans and mental illness. And I, I mean, mental illness in the sake of what Putin is a monster, mm -hmm. not having depression or mental illness like that. Um, yeah. It's just crazy, man. Crazy out there in, in them world, dude. Yup. You know what I mean, man? I think, um, and this will probably never happen, but I think in order for humanity to truly move forward and start evolving, we need to disband all of our nuclear weapons. 100%. Like, the thing that just needs to happen is just like, hey, you've got your land. Every, every, there's enough resources That's on this entire planet for everyone to just barely exist. Well, yeah. no, you're right. Maybe not. I mean, it's definitely not. It's not that simple. It's not that but simple. But like, what does Russia need? What do they need that they feel they don't have that they are willing to risk nuclear warfare over? They have power. They have a whole place. One of the biggest fucking countries in the world. They yeah, have so much. Yeah. Like, what else? What do you need? Just, just fucking have a burrito, man, and watch The Office until you die. You know what I mean? You got I don't millions. Want a burrito. Of, get have have sex, have a burrito, watch The Office, go on a boat, smoke a cigarette, yourself. and kill yourself. <laughs> you know, like it's just that we just need to make sure that the people who we're putting in power. I know it's not how it works there, but like, just don't put psychos in power. Just put people who are like even Biden. Like he's fine, man. Just let him fucking smoke cigarettes and fucking. Jerk off. <laughs> let, let him have his cigarettes and his fucking Budweiser man and let everyone on. just fucking live. Just let everyone just fucking live their lives and and let's all just chill the fuck out. Everyone's equal. Every, like, just just have a fucking burrito and go to bed and wake up the next day. That's all and we all want. Note, and on that note, go have a fucking burrito and go to bed. And go to bed. And that's it. And and we'll see you guys oh, next week. Conversation start with explanations. I'm feeling